Preston Lovingwood. Preston Lovingwood. This week we're joined by Preston Lovingwood. His new album Consequences is out now. Listen to it. He is playing the show Wednesday, October 16th at Botanica. Go check it out. Well, I can't find this. This is mistake. Was this was? Oh, I was wondering. I was like, I was like, this was. I think you said that like a million times. It's okay. You said it's black. It's pink. pink. <laughs> is it like an anime girl. No. no. <laughs> I wish it was. Here, I'll find it. This was mistake. This was a mistake. <laughs> this was a mistake. This was a mistake. You did mistake. not say that. I did. You did Actually, not. Actually, it's recorded so I can play this it. This was a... Okay, I found it. <laughs> this is a mistake. This is a cool little, little room. Isn't it? Thanks. This is Joshua's bedroom. This is my bedroom. I knew Josh before he fell in love. That's true. I did too. I knew I knew him right before he took the plunge into yep. love. Do you remember that? Are texting about that? Took the yeah. Took the plunge. You into- were doing a. I guess it was the shoot that you did at Club Duquette, or maybe you came in because you asked me again that day. You'd come in the shop before then for something, and you're like, "So who is she?" And I was like, "Who?" You're like, "There's always a she." <laughs> Did I really say that? Yeah. That's very wise. That's really funny. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, I've been thinking about asking this girl out on a date. And you're like, you got to do it. And then the next time I saw you was like a couple of days later, you came back to the shop. And then I walked over to the cafe and we were sitting there playing cards. And then I went back in there. You're like, that's her, isn't it? I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) I sound like a youth pastor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do. That's her. Well, you sound like you <laughs> saying what I said. <laughs> that's how. That's how you are in my head. <laughs> my youth pastor, <laughs> full of guidance and oh, wisdom. Man, maybe that's what I am. No, <laughs> maybe that's all I'll ever be. What about what about you? How how's your love life? Who is she? <laughs> it's always a she. <laughs> Oh man. Well, um, whew. yeah, sort of <laughs> going through. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be hefty. Like, just this you is know, a question. Um, yeah, going through some sadness as far as that is all concerned. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like I was trying to pick my words so wisely. Yeah, <laughs> because I could make this a part of my mistake, not what just recently happened, not that person, gotcha. or the whole situation at all. Just life in general. Just like, <laughs> just the mistake of. See, I didn't know my mom listens to these things. I was about to make this really funny joke that I've been really proud of. But now that I know she listens to these things, it's... It's tougher. It's tougher. (laughs) Just a little tougher. Yeah. Because she's always in my head being like... You know? Like... Like... Serial killers. Mm. 
their their moms are always in their head being like, "You're naughty." Are they? Is that really? I kill dogs. Are you on the verge of becoming a serial killer? No. Just one more mom thought. You know. Um. No. No. That took a while. That was weird. You really had That was weird. That was very weird. I'll tell you why it it took a while. But I just watched all of Mindhunter. Oh, so good. So they're figuring out. You know, when you said that about the mom thing, I was like, that's like Mindhunter. They always go back to the parents. They always go back to the mother and the absentee father. Yeah. Yeah, like the and it's like mother enmeshment. Yeah, it's not just like oh my mom was kind of weird. It's like no serious thing. situations, like with Joker. Mm-hmm. He had some mother enmeshment issues. At least that's what the trailer looks like. I don't know if I'm going to see it. <laughs> I will say that growing up, there was a style, not a brand, more like a religion, a certain sect. An umbrella of Christianity mm-hmm. called Reformed. Yes. Um, and it would always get me because I would say things like, man, like we're not all like, we're not all serial killers. Like we're not all murderers. <laughs> and a lot of times the response would be, I'm just one step away. And it made me uncomfortable And so I quoted a phrase A saxophone saying That everything will be okay Do you know what I mean? Like because of like the view of the, the right. total depravity. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not dissing that. That's a whole other thing. I mean, a whole other thing. But I was just, it always cracked me up because I'm like, well, <laughs> like if yeah. you were almost a serial killer, like that would be a, if you were almost a murderer, right? Like there would be signs. Yeah. Then that yeah. would be really bad. Um, surely you're not. Your heart is not as dark as someone who just skinned like someone alive yeah. in a basement with peroxide. Not that I have it planned out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're getting really in depth, and it did take you a long time to answer yeah. that question. You, you still haven't answered what really the reason why. What wait? What question? Um. Oh no, I was thinking just, about that. Okay. I was thinking about the reform thing, mm, and I was like, should gotcha. I bring that up? Gotcha. And you did. It makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. This is love now, baby. So let you god down, maybe. Let you god down, let you god down. What what did you do today, Preston? This is nice and peaceful. Yeah. Is this usually how it is? Yeah. yeah. This is cool. There's no pressure. Um what did I do today? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to bed early last night. Good for you. I was like, well, I could watch more TV. But then I went in my room to get something and the bed looked so nice. Mm. And I was like, I could just go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
because I go through phases and I'll go through phases where I go to bed like at 8.39 like every night. Wow. And wake up at like 3.30 or 4 in the morning. That's very early. And then I'll go through phases where I'll like just watch TV way too much hmm. to the point where it's not even fun anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like. It's a job. How many episodes can you get done? Yeah, it's like, it's like, have you all seen Seven? The movie? serial killer movie yeah yeah where like like each person that's been murdered like in the style or they had their life has reflected one of the seven deadly sins right mm-hmm. like i always think like oh my gosh am i gonna be in seven be sloth <laughs> like is someone gonna come in here and like fill my mouth with like remote controllers or something <laughs> but yeah no so i went to bed and then i got up i felt very rested um I think I had my alarm set for 5.30, but um, I think I had like a seven alarm set. Mm-hmm. Like I had a nice like 5.30, 6.01, 6.15, 6.18. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I stayed in bed till like seven. And I don't have Instagram on my phone right now. So like, but I was still am so addicted to looking mm-hmm. at it in my bed that I was just like looking at my emails, just like, <laughs> which is a normal thing to do too, but like yeah. not as long as I was looking at them. Right. Yeah. And then I have the Starbucks app that mm-hmm. I try not to use. Because mm. of Starbucks or because it's coffee? Because, because, because of Starbucks a little bit, just a tad. Actually, I should say not because of Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe I felt more convicted about that stuff in the last two months. But in my early 20s, I was very... Oh, well, who wasn't? Yeah. But I will say that maybe more so just because I'm trying to save money. Mm. Be better with my money. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. It'll get me out of my bed. It'll be great. So they have the reload thing. You used to be able to pick how much you reloaded. Mm-hmm. You used to, used to could say, you know, five dollars, six seventy five, or like however much it was, you could reload for that amount. Right. But now they don't do that anymore. Mm, it's like round numbers. So it's like fifteen, twenty, <gasps> twenty five, fifty, hundred. Oh Now here, and here's the scary thing: is if you just look at that, you're like, oh, well, I guess the you know the lowest I can go is fifteen. But if you touch it and you can scroll it down and there's a secret little tin isn't that interesting that is you know i think about these people man these business people they make so much money and the reason these companies make so much money and i'm not downing capitalism or making a lot of money because they Think of ways to make so yeah. much money. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know what I that mean? is yeah. so convenient. And for the the laziness factor of, oh, well, I guess I can only go to 15. Mm. I mean, like, they've already cut out half the people who would, like, try to scroll down. So they already made five more dollars. Yeah. And the fact that you're on an app makes it even easier. So you're paying for the convenience. Totally. So you must do the 15 yeah. or maybe secret 10. Right. And they already have budgeted in, oh, we're going to spend like a billion dollars this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's looking like we're, you know, I don't know. We need it, you know, and it's just like, well, what's a way 
okay, well, most of these people, so like, I don't know how many people go to Starbucks, but like, let's say a billion people <laughs> might not scroll up. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's $5 billion. Right. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of, that's a high numbers. 15, My brain 15. doesn't, I need like less, well, well, five, five, less zeros. Five. Yeah. The difference. And so five times 1 billion is 5 billion. It is. Right. <laughs> I'm really bad at math. We're I was kind it. of joking, but kind of being serious. Josh is really good at quick math, so you know he always fact checks us. Did yeah. you guys go to college together? Um, well, technically yes, and technically no. Yes, but we didn't know each other. Though. Yeah, we didn't know oh, each okay. other. We both went to Auburn, though. Or okay. you went to AUM. Yeah, I went to Auburn. What is is AUM a fake Auburn? It's a fake. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a fake it's Auburn. Auburn and Montgomery. <laughs> it's like UAB. <laughs> <laughs> UAB is a fine institution. Yes. It is. It's not like UAB. UAB is. I'm just saying that's like the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So this is yeah, Auburn University like at Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. It is more like UAH. Um, but he, yeah, he moved to, moved to Auburn. Auburn for a couple of years and I knew everyone he knew, but didn't know him. Mm. Did we even actually ever meet in Auburn? I don't think so. Like I, I, I remember seeing your photo a lot, like because we had a lot of mutual friends, so mm-hmm. I knew who you were. But I don't think I ever actually met you until we both moved here in 2016. Yeah. And then I knew Jake from Jake. college. It's just natural that we all are here come together yeah. tonight. Yeah. You're also, Birmingham, Birmingham bread. Yeah, I was about to say Birmingham mm-hmm. is such a small town. We probably know a billion of the same people. Hmm. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm like trying not to breathe into the microphone. Oh. Well, he has to deal with my it. laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I grew up here. I wasn't born here, but I we moved here like the summer before my kindergarten year. So. Gotcha. Have you? Nice. So yes, Birmingham bred. Cool. Have you lived elsewhere? I lived in Nashville for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? You're back here, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like Nashville yeah. a lot, you know. I was born in there. Okay. Um, I was able to play music there from a young age-ish. So I always, like, went there often. So I didn't feel, like, intimidated. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when I moved there, like, I feel like maybe... I would have for sure if I hadn't played music there before and still did feel very intimidated. Mm -hmm. You know, I left because, um, some certain things happen. I don't think that like it was a good or bad decision. I think at the time it might've been a good decision. I was like looking out for myself, but I was going to kind of, get into that with the whole mistake thing. Yeah. Is it, are we allowed to go, kind of go, go ahead it. and dive in? Yeah, of course. Is there no one you have to call or ask? <laughs> no. Your mom, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring her up. <laughs> um, no, bring her up. She's delightful. Um, in case you're listening, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like a mistake that I made I think that like, like I would, I look back on that. I'm like, I wish I hadn't have moved back to Birmingham. I think that was a mistake. 
Um, but I just don't know if life is like that black and white. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Um, I will say that like, it's hard that, that, that language is hard for me to say like, man, it was, it was a mistake when I did this just because I'm kind of a dark dude in general mm. and struggle with, you know, voices of shame. Mm-hmm. So it's like to say like, oh man, like what, like what truly is a mistake? Yeah. Because it's like, I thought about this time, like in middle school where I really liked this girl and she was like, Hey, like, what's up? Like we clearly liked one another. Right. And we were at this record store. There was also like a punk rock venue. Mm. It was great. It's amazing. And she was like, what's up? You know? And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, you know? And like, I grabbed like a CD from the shelf and like started opening it. I was like very nervous. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, no, I don't like you. And that yeah. wasn't true. Right. And so a lot of times I look at that and I'm like, that was a grave error. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, but then, but then I look at that and I'm like, well, that's the same little kid that I still battle with. And, yeah. and that little kid at the time didn't know what else to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so how can you say that it's actually a mistake because you learn from that experience and then, you know, like, I don't that I feel like that's one thing that we've learned throughout doing this process is first of all, asking someone to think about a mistake. The only right. ones that they're like, this wasn't actually a mistake are like stupid things that they've done. Right. But besides oh, yeah, I didn't that, think about those stupid things. Right. But most people, <laughs> most people go more on like the serious side where they're like, I did this thing, but in reality, I wouldn't consider it necessarily to be a mistake, even though it was like in the moment, maybe I shouldn't have moved this place or maybe I shouldn't have like dated this person or done this action or whatever, because it, didn't turn out well, but you learned so much from it that it ended up being so beneficial in the end. Yeah. Mm, This is good. Yeah. It's interesting because it's like, that's what I was thinking on the way here. Yeah. But that could just be pride. And I wonder if it's also like a little bit of playing the victim. Cause that's something Mm. I also, I would say that's a mistake I'd make is I play the victim way too much. Mm. So I think that, me saying that like that little boy had no other choice but to make that decision. I wonder if that goes into my thought about, you know, choices I've made in my adult life Mm -hmm. where it's like, well, I had no choice but to make that decision because of, because of this situation and not taking responsibilities for, you know, the mistakes that I have made. Yeah. And just being like, well, you know, maybe there's no such thing as free will. You know, it's kind of this thing of like, well, yeah. I mean, I had no choice. You know, it's like I'm a product of this. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, I think does that makes sense. Yeah, I think there is. I don't know. I think both sides. There's truth to, you know, yeah. like in that situation. Based on everything that made you 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 made the only choice that you knew and then moving on, you could reflect upon that and kind of build your, I don't know, other choices in your head so that whenever that happened again, you did have things to choose from. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of normal human behavior. Mm -hmm. We kind of back ourselves into a corner in any awkward or tense situation and we just 
grab at the first thing. And it's like, that's the only thing that I can do right now to get out of this. Right. So I think that, yeah, I don't think you should think that you're playing the victim or, <laughs> <laughs> or feel shame about that. Right. I think that that's a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't totally. beat up that kid or yourself. Yeah. Well, it's just, I think that that, that train of thought I've had since then. Yeah. So I think I have progressed some as in it was like after like several relationships until I was probably like 25, 26 where I was just like, Oh my gosh, what what happened? Yeah. Like what have I been doing for Mm -hmm. the last, you know, six years which is a lot to be grateful for too that like yeah that it wasn't really happening a lot like in high school and Mm -hmm. stuff like that in middle school i was pretty solo Mm -hmm. i had like one girlfriend in high school but that same kind of thing happened in a way and so then that that repeated itself I should start naming all these women. <laughs> It'd be awesome. So you it's like beep them all out. It's like <laughs> I can. It's like this one girlfriend, my early twenties, okay, and then another one, and then um, and that one ended, and then there wasn't like anybody really serious. There was another serious, and there was another serious. So that's four. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so. Um, and there might've been like people maybe I like went yeah, on yeah. a few dates with, but like, right. um, but in all those relationships, the reason I'm bringing them up is that all of those relationships were very dramatic, mm. insanely dramatic. Mm. And so I think that, so it's like, well, at what point should I have started taking responsibility for that? Yeah. You know, because I look back mm-hmm. now and I'm like, okay, this is why I was doing that. Right. Like I know now the issues that I have and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like that's why I was doing this. Yeah. Right. And it kind of goes back to that little boy, right? It's just shame. Yeah. But the thing that, that, you know, that really sucks about it is that you really hurt other people. Like I really hurt those women, you know, um, mm. you know, in just a way of, and I think the greatest sin of it all was, is, is the lack of awareness that you're using someone to make yourself feel a certain way, mm-hmm. right? That you're using someone to have a certain experience of life. Yeah. You know, but the same, like at that age and like in your early twenties, like first you think that you're so old and so mature and that you know so much and you know yourself and you know mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like you look back at it now and you're like, I like, I, I don't I I can't believe that I survived that time My because gosh. of how stupid I was and how Ooh. like emotionally like invested you were so quickly into things and not to say that I don't know god like I'm probably not any better now but I try and think about in my early 20s like what I jumped headfirst into and try and use those experiences in mm-hmm. today like whether it's like romantic relationships or like platonic friendships or whatever it is like just trying to think about the way that I handled things in my early twenties thinking I already knew Mm -hmm. 
And now I'm kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. So let's take it a step at a time. Right. And You're saying that you do that now. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, what yeah. I try and do where I, like the older that I am, the less I realize I know in reality, I know more, but I'm just more aware of my ignorance. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah. 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 But aware I mean, that like, you don't have to know. Yes. And to yeah. be comfortable with that because there's strength in that mystery yeah, of a yeah. relationship. Right. And you feel like, especially in the South, like in your early twenties, you're supposed to have all your shit together. You're supposed to like know without a shadow of a doubt, like this is who I am. This is who I'm supposed to be with. This is what I'm supposed to do with my life because that's what we're kind of unintentionally like, like raised to do It's like, you know, by the time you're, graduating college you should already have your husband and like know your career know like when you're gonna have children or whatever it is like for a female and then yeah i was like that must have been a lot of pressure (laughs) for a female it is it is and i mean i lived that life for a while and it didn't work out very well and for a male it's like if you grew up in a really traditional southern home similar to like mine it would be like you take care of your family you do these things you have to have a job you need to be like securing your career and right. like you need to have a good head on your shoulders and be able to like like know what you need in a s- supportive partner and all right. that kind of very right. traditional stuff and how liberating is it to know that that's it doesn't matter mm. i mean a lot of those things are good to the yeah. core they're mm-hmm. good but it they comes when it's supposed you as a to person. exactly yeah. right right yeah yeah well, that was fun. Gotta go. <laughs> on a on a kind of side note, <laughs> there's uh, this can be on or off the podcast. Oh, it's whatever you want to do. I it's totally up to you. Wait till you hear the question. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard uh, rumors that you and Lana Del Rey were a thing. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, He's sweating a little bit. <laughs> who'd you hear that from? You know, it's been a while. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, it's not true. Okay. As like as as much as as I'd like to say that's true, <laughs> it's not true. I will say that like um, it's like MythBusters. <laughs> it's like um, I was signed to a label. Mm-hmm. In like, I don't know what year it was, maybe like 2007. And I had a management company. Well, there was this, Lana Del Rey, her old stage name was Lizzie Grant. Her name is Elizabeth Grant. And um, so she used to go by Lizzie Grant. So like, she was like getting kind of like well-known in like the New York folk acoustic whatever scene. Mm -hmm. And so I think at that time, the people that, had been managing me and the label that I was signed to were both trying to represent her. Mm. And so they, they were like, Oh my gosh, like you really need to meet, you really need to meet Lizzie. Like we were telling her about you. Like, this is so silly telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I love it. <laughs> um, no, but it's like, they were like, you know, y'all really should meet, you know, we think you would like each other. Like you guys should write together. Um, da, 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 you know, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I met her once in New York, like back then, like when she was still Lizzie Grant. Yeah. 
and it was interesting like she was already in that character mm. but i i sensed that it was like because of a lot of anxiety like there was just like because it, it was like even at that time like people were kind of like because she had such a stage presence that made you like want to talk to her and so people were kind of like flooding her in a way like i think the people from the industry or something that were there and and i just remember she walked across the street and smoked a cigarette with her sister. And I just remember looking over there and being like, oh, that's really kind of cool. Yeah. And not really getting it then. But now right. looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, she wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Mm. You know? Um, but we just stayed in touch through Facebook Messenger and texting a little bit. Um, but we never saw each other again. I think that we... Um, the last time I really heard from her was one time I was in LA working on shadow songs mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, are you out here? Like, cause like I said, we had been trying to like hang out, you know, over like the what, five years or four mm -hmm. years or whatever. And, um, she was like, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm not there or something like that. Yeah. And even she, she used words like, I'm so sorry, sweetie. Like mm. she was in, you know, she had that, you know, right. And um, I was like, okay, yeah, no big deal. Cool. You know, later or whatever. Yeah. And then that October video games went viral. Like, mm. you know, a few months after that. Yeah. So I haven't heard from her since. <laughs> 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 but it's funny, on the way over here, when I was trying to think about the mistakes, is I was like, I was thinking that like, there's been times with people in that world that I could have had better friendships with mm. that I also kind of self-destructed. So to go back to that thing, like yeah. they're like because of insecurity, like, you know, right. Not to name, you know, just certain people like in bands and stuff to be like, Hey, I'm coming through town. I want to get coffee. And I would be like so nervous yeah. that I would just be like, Oh, I'm busy. I can't. Right. You know? And, and, and surely Lizzie was probably just kidding, but there was one point where she was like, cause I think she, I forget where she's from, but she had a place like in Lake Placid. She like lived in a uh, trailer. Mm -hmm. there for a while and she was like hey listen you should come up we should record some songs like i'd love for you to meet my sister like da 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 you know and i just remember being like oh <laughs> no yeah <laughs> but like you know um so some sometimes i regret those yeah those insecurities that i had to you know that voice that just always tells you like you know you don't deserve things, I guess. Is right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, which is such a weird thing. Like, why do we b believe that? I don't know. It's well, not everybody b believes that. Or do we all kind of, is that I think pretty we universal? all do. And I think, I think that some times. people overcompensate so that they, it doesn't seem like they have that kind of vulnerability of, mm. I don't know. I feel like every single person struggles with like imposter syndrome. Like, totally, totally. Am I actually doing like, am I actually, knowledgeable enough to be doing what I'm doing right. and like is this the career path that I should be taking like I don't feel qualified enough to do this or I don't feel worthy enough to have communication with these people or whatever it is mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. like everyone I feel like it's only human to right. feel those things yeah. yeah and it's like I or we or whatever I live in this world where it's like oh no one else feels this way yeah. So if I don't feel a hundred percent perfect about going to have coffee with this person, right. then I'm a loser and I shouldn't go. Yeah. 
Instead of like, oh, you know what? Like, it's okay that I'm afraid. B, it's okay if I don't know what to say. Yeah. C, it's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And because everybody feels that way. 1,000%. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can't learn unless, you know, you try things like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The the year of yes. Mm -hmm. What is the year of yes? For you to say yes to everything. Oh. Is, are you saying that that's what I need to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. The year of yes, sir. Starts now at the end of the year. It starts now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I would think. Man, I'm going to do the year of yes. Why don't you start now and just go to the next in, you know, Halloween? You know, October. Like, yeah. Let's start yeah, January. Year. Well, let's just start February 1st. <laughs> Uh, Valentine's. <laughs> Are Same you? Day? <laughs> I I am very bad at this. Are you bad at receiving compliments? Because I definitely am. You are. Yeah, Terrible I feel like that's my biggest thing. If somebody compliments me, I immediately just try to like change the subject to them. Like interesting. I try and like downplay the compliment immediately. Yeah. I'm like. When someone's like, oh, your hair looks great. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't washed it in three days. Well, that's great. Thank you for <laughs> yeah. saying that. <laughs> yeah. People are like that, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I feel like right now I'm supposed to say yes. But no, no, don't. I think that I've had to learn how to really just sort of like be like, okay, like this isn't that big of a deal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like. This person is just saying like, well, you know, as far as like, as it comes to music or, or, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I guess I've just learned to be like, man, this is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this. Right. And it's good. It's, it's so, it's so valuable to be able to receive a compliment and just say, thank you. Right. And because that, I don't know, it's, it's all about how you perceive yourself as well, because you don't think that you're worthy of right. receiving a compliment. Right. But in reality, every single person is. Absolutely. And it's like receiving a compliment about my music from another musician mm. who I respect. Yeah. I feel like that's actually an important, almost like a, like a community mentoring kind of thing yeah. that, that has to happen. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, there's a few that, whenever that person says something, I like believe him and I'm like, yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right. I can carry on. Yeah. You know? Um, but not that I wouldn't without their compliments. Yeah. Um, but it helps, but it helps. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Imposters, serial killers, (laughs) a little bit of it all. Reformed Presbyterian. Oh, God. I know it sounds funny. I want the world. She said it don't sound funny. Can I be a girl? We were laying in the sand on a private beach. Fields of clover, I woke up and it was real. 
She woke up in fields of clover I woke up and it was real I can't do this any longer I can't feel the way I feel You released a new record not too long ago? Yes. May 17th. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, in 2020, it will be like three years since I recorded the record. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so that's why it's like, it's you know time. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's only been like officially released since May. May 17th. But then I feel like I got it to a lot of my crowdfunding fans, like friends, mm-hmm. like maybe even like a year before that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. It's been around for a while. It's been around for a while, but you know, it's it was it was released May 17th, 2019. How's Nobody that can argue. That's right. No one can argue <laughs> with that. It's set in stone. <laughs> that is a true statement. What's the reception been like? Well, I think that like I promoted it so much on my own that so like my fan base was already so familiar when we had like, you know, a um professional team pushing it yeah um so i think that there's also it's just math right it's just like there's so much music out there Mm. yeah and so you know i think it comes down a lot to yeah there's just so much music out there i mean that's like a that's kind of like a pc way of saying how everything's going yeah (laughs) (laughs) or not a pc way like a cowardly way (laughs) people are listening to music constantly there's so much music out there that's how (laughs) my life is (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean yeah i mean it's like you know people give other people in the business a hard time. Like, you know, you always kind of want to like blame somebody, but it's just like, everybody's doing the best they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's using all the resources they know mm-hmm. and that they can, all the people they know and all the resources they have. Right. You know, if somebody somewhere likes a band better than yours and want to push that band, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Like if I worked somewhere and liked a band better, I would do them that, do that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can only do so much, you know. So I just th- I think that w- I think with radio we just didn't have as much luck as we were hoping to. Mm. You know, there was some support like in some certain places around the country and and obviously here locally, you know. Yeah. Reg and um Gino and everybody at Birmingham Mountain Radio really really pushed it. And so I think that's what can be upsetting is that I don't feel like it was successful here just because people knew me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it was successful because it was really good. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, um, you know, obviously my history had something to do with it. I'm not saying that, but like, 
I can say it so confidently that it's such a good record because in a way I had so little to do with it, mm -hmm. you know? I really did. And so it's like, it's like I was just the architect. I mean, I know that's a big, I know architects, it's a big part yeah. of it, Yeah. but it's like. But you're also recognizing all the other people had a hand yeah. in it. But it's just like, okay, an architect has a really big role to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, if someone wants to move into a house, you can't just hand them a, a blueprint. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing to move into. Yeah. So I feel like that's sort of like, I was just, came with just such, so little to the co-writers I had at the time and the guys who produced it. I was just on empty, mm. you know, just drowning really. Yeah. And so many people just gave me a chance, you know, yeah. and, and helped me finish all these songs and put up with my mood swings and, and, and we, I mean, the songs, some of them like took four years to finish, you know? Um, and, and that's another reason I really think that like, maybe I should have stayed in Nashville or should move back there or, is that the reason the record got made, like I'm still reaping the benefits of when I lived in Nashville for only like 10 months, yeah, wow. 13 months, 10 months. I'm still reaping the benefits, you know, from, from living there. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I feel like you, you really made that time worth it. I feel like I've heard so many people say that they moved to Nashville to try and make it or do something or make something of themselves. And not that, I mean, you were already headed in that direction probably mm -hmm. at that time that you moved there, but a lot of people got so burned out so quickly. And oh, yeah. it's so easy there. Yeah. Not because it's a mean place. I mean, it, could be i'm sure it is in a lot yeah. of ways but like it's just hard man yeah. you know you come in like there's so many people in the world mm. you know i don't mm -hmm. know like if 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 i knew that i think i would be having a panic attack right now yeah. like if i knew the weight of what that means yeah. seven billion people like what is that yeah you know yeah and so i think if you have that dream of just moving to a city. I think too, like a lot of times our expectations can be really bad. Mm. It's like, you know, it's like, man, I had a dream last night that like I played a Christmas show with Taylor Swift. Mm. Dude, everything's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to move to Nashville. And then you're like, okay, all right. Well, like when is the lead singer of this band going to come into this coffee shop and get my demo and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I think if you have those expectations, I think there's like a difference between like unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then like healthy visualization for mm. sure. and healthy confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Of goals. being like. And achievable goals. Achievable goals. And yeah. even like, you know, even like just visualizations that are coming from a healthy goal. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, um, but I think that there can be this thing that I've like that you deserve it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've talked to artists that almost like have that mentality of like, man, like, you know, like I moved to Nashville, like how come nothing happened? Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's like well, who I'm do you good. think you I, are? Sh something should happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Everyone has to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 
you know i'm like trying to say like very kind things right now that's why i'm pausing <laughs> and looking at you awkwardly <laughs> but you know it's like it's it's been beat over i think i talk about it all the time but just like the whole ten thousand hour theory yeah of like we think that like this beautiful flower just is created out of nothing mm. right and it's like no it's like these people have been working so hard for yeah. so long yeah you know and that's the thing is me and my friends had been writing songs since we were like five years old. Yeah. We've been performing since we were like five years old. We were practicing every Sunday for like seven years. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's like a lot of work goes into it. You know, like yeah. the, that's the whole thing is like the Beatles, like we're a cover band for like, I don't know, like six years or something. Right. Yeah. And they played four times, a, four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And other people are just trying to move where the flower is made and expecting that they'll just have a flower. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, it would be really cool if we could talk to like, like, I don't, you know, what's so funny is like, there's not that many famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there are, but like, not that many. Who yeah. are like the most famous people? I mean, there's probably like what, like 500 well, there, it's it's so small that, that you, as an individual, could probably name the majority of them. Yeah. But could you name the majority of people in the city that you live in? No. Right, right. Yeah. And now, successful people, that's a whole, there's a yes. tons of successful people. Right. But that also stretches out across a vast array of yeah. uh, careers. Yeah. So it's not just. And how do you define success? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Famous people. Before yeah. that. No, Nashville. I like your record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. I think it's very good. Am I being too depressing? No. no I love it. I love depression. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did a great job. I think that it sounds like Preston loving good, mm. but not... I feel like you matured and like you grew. It's not just like a replication of past oh, cool. records, mm -hmm. which I yeah. think is yeah. kind That's of cool. the goal. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, I was... <laughs> You're I accepting was that compliment. No, I'm accepting... The, <laughs> no, the thing is, I have such bad... I don't know what it is, you know, whatever. But it was like, I was really... I was... I was trying to finish a thought uh. about this whole Nashville thing. Oh, well, not that I'm not, continue. not saying like shame on you. I, I know I'm no. shaking my finger, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm that's like, where I I'm was like, going. I'm like, that's why I'm sounding <laughs> awkward. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to like give you a compliment. Yeah. You're like, this is why before that it was. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. It's just like, you can't like, yeah, you're, you're trying to go someplace and you think that like, you know, Oh yeah. I was saying that like, Post Malone or, or like, I don't know who, <laughs> sorry, I don't know I that sound random. Post Malone. It's, Post it Malone just kind of sound like it came like, out of left field, but you're naming other famous people. people. Well, I'm, I'm naming these people that were rare occurrences. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like he uploaded his song from his computer. Mm. Right. And then it blew up. Yeah. You know, and I wonder how many, I think it's like a very small percentage of people. Yeah, for sure. That happens to, yeah. you know, so I, 
and and then I can get in my all in my head about that, but it's it's like, did those people even really care? Mm. Were they just doing it? They yeah. love the craft. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, that's kind of a whole other mind thing to go down. <laughs> so, are you thinking of moving back to Nashville? What's on the horizon? It just depends. Yeah. There's a few things that'll need to kind of not necessarily happen, but it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. I need to sit down and like make lists. Mm-hmm. Lists always help. Lists help. They do. It's sort of like what? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was going to say that like, I think that that is a mistake though, that maybe a lot of young artists make or like, that because I did the same thing, right? I just left Nashville. Yeah. I could have stayed. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I would have traveled more. I wish that I would have, I wish I would have moved to one of the big cities, mm. you know, and really given it a go and yeah. been like, okay, like I'm going to have to work a job here that I don't like. Yeah. Right. But I'm afraid of like meeting all these new people in a new big city. Mm. But it's like, it always works out. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you go into a classroom for the first day of school and you're like, man, all these kids are going to hate me. Yeah. And then, you know, you meet people you like, you meet people that do hate you, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of nice to have it being open-ended though, because I feel like sometimes people put themselves in boxes too easily where they're like, mm, yes, I'm going to move to Nashville. That's my goal. That's my plan. And then, something along the way comes up and they're not willing to kind of take that adventure. They're not willing to take that path. But if you're kind of like, I don't know if it comes up, if the opportunity arises, then sure. Maybe I will. Yeah. I think that's good and healthy. And it's the way that I try and live my life too. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity to raise a family and just live a normal life. I would definitely choose that. Mm. Really? Yeah. Do you feel like that's counter to who you are though or do you think that that's who you are deep down i think that's who we all are deep down i mean i think that's i think that's who i am deep down for sure i think that being a creative person is a gift in itself i know i sound like two different people now Welcome to Preston's mind. I think, but no, but here's what I'm trying to say. I think that to experience life with someone else is, is like a very important thing. For sure. I agree. And so I think if I had the opportunity to do that, I'm speaking like it's like a, a business transaction. <laughs> I was giving that opportunity. It's an interview. <laughs> um, I would hope that I would use it wisely <laughs> and um, do whatever it took to get food on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that there's ways of being creative that that present itself, you know. Um, so I say that, but I don't know what it's like to be married and to be an artist, you know, you know, I mean, I've seen different people's lives, you know, we've all seen the movies. So it's like, maybe I would go crazy. Um, But I would go crazy if I stopped creating. I don't think I would ever stop creating. Right. You know, but there's a lot of different ways of being creative. I mean, having Mm -hmm. children is being creative, you know, Um, 
and it's a terror it's a very impossible industry or it's a very tough industry so it's almost like and it's kind of one giving you've been it up in. what'd you say and it's kind of one you've been in for a very a long time long time yeah i've kind of given myself to like age 38 yeah you know because i'm 35 yeah and so it was a kind of a few months ago where i was just like you know 38 that's the age yeah like not necessarily i'll give up mm. but i might like and maybe I should just now, but like, I just maybe like, we'll try not to hustle anymore. Like I'm just like realigning your focus. Yeah. I'll completely sort of put to bed the childhood dreams. Mm. I don't know if that's wise. Yeah. I don't know if that's like something that I should already do in a way, like some unhealthy, unhealthy ambition. You know, because it's, I mean, it always happens, right? Like the minute you don't think something's going to happen is the minute it happens, you know? And I'm not talking about like trying to trick life and visualize and do all this stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. manifest. I'm just saying, I'm sure some of that works in a way, but it's like, I'm not saying to try to manipulate life by having a certain viewpoint. I'm just saying that like a lot of times when we surrender, things happen, you know what I mean? And that's how this record happened. I mean, I was completely okay with it not happening, mm-hmm. with just stopping music, mm. completely. And it was awesome. But what I realized is that I was completely at a place where I was enslaved to this idea that I had to be a certain type of person. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm glad we're talking about this because I think that maybe that's sort of what has happened. Or it's just such a temptation to fall back into that mm. train of thought. Like, man, my worth comes from this. Yeah. Right? Like, if I'm not this kind of person, no one will like me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that can be a way of self-destructing all types of relationships, business relationships, you know, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like that is heightened a little more because you're still in Birmingham? Is that why you kind of see Nashville as like an escape from that? Because you kind of go there and not as many people know you as musician or yeah, 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 at yeah. least whenever they first, I feel like you're saying if I was to move somewhere, that's, whether it be Nashville or Fargo or yeah. Boise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not like Helena, then <laughs> 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 because I feel like, I mean, most of it's like, it'd be like a fresh start. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Freshest. Well, you Fresh-ish. wouldn't, you wouldn't have it. <laughs> it wouldn't be the, um, the same expectation. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. this city knows you and they, they, you have As a support. one thing. Yes. And they've seen you grow for a long time. But if you go elsewhere, then they kind of see you as you are now mm-hmm. and they take you at face value instead mm. of kind of putting you on this pedestal or like keeping you at this level. And then you have to at least yeah. measure up and then continue to grow. Right. Yeah, or rest on your laurels, which I think that I yeah. can do too. Mm. But so I think that that's a, that's a really good challenge, guys. Thank you. Mm. You're welcome. I'll leave now. Okay. <laughs> I'm so um, glad we could help you figure these things out. <laughs> seems like a very enlightening session. Um, session. Session. Um, yeah, and, and also moving somewhere else could give me something to work for. Yeah. True. Right, because it is a fresh thing. Yeah. Yeah. But is that... Is, 
That would be if I moved to like LA or New York, really. Yeah. I mean, I know people in LA and New York, but like if I moved to, that would be like moving to New York. I know the least amount of people there yeah. as far as like in the business yeah. in a way. So well, I think like, that anywhere that you move, if you're going to create a career out of something like, I mean, the, the career that you've created, but you need to know somebody. Like right, you right, need right. To, you, I mean, you can't, honestly, you can't get anywhere in this world without knowing someone and having some connection. Like right. it's next to impossible. Right. Especially in New York. Especially in New York. I like how you said that. <laughs> Especially in New York. It was unintentional. Do you want to move to New York? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I will visit it as many times as I Do you like it? I do. I enjoy it for a short period of time. So you? Yeah. For a short period I, of time. I couldn't live there. But for a week. Yeah. I like it. I was there um less than a month ago visiting a friend. So you do like it? Or are you just saying No, that? I really I really, really, really do like for it. For a short a lot. period of time. I, yes. And I mean I don't know. I don't I don't know what my future holds, but I don't think that what I'm currently doing with my life would um, I don't know if I could support myself there. Right. It's a very expensive city. Exactly. And yes. I think that just strictly based on finances, I could not do it, but I think yeah. that I could survive it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If you were to choose theoretically choose between LA and New York as of this moment right now, I'm not looking ahead. You can change your mind obviously, <laughs> but where would you LA definitely? Yeah. 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 For sure. It's still really expensive, but I know more people there. I know more people that are like peers there. Mm -hmm. And I have some really close friends that live out there. Uh, my friend Brian and Sarah live out there. And then um, a bunch of, a lot of my old friends from music days live out there and current friends and stuff like that. So could be cool. Yeah. Because yeah. Nashville is kind of comfy too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's very close. Because it's close, but that's kind of good too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But anyway, when did this become all about me? <laughs> <laughs> From the beginning. Oh. <laughs> since you said, oh, since you were well, going to you said yes to the event. <laughs> Thank you for texting me this morning. Of course. Was it this morning? It was last night. Last night. I might have fallen asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> last night. That was good. A little I was reminder. Like, that is good. Um, A reminder. Are you working on music? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. A lot. I, it has been a while, but you were at least playing with people on Instagram that Wild Sweet Orange could be a thing or some old tracks could be a thing. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you remember the thing that you said and you posted? <laughs> yeah, it's just a story that's not finished. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the other day I got like, well, every, you know, like probably like twice a year, like three times a year. I'm like, oh man, we need, I need to put out another Wild Sweet Orange record. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we tried to. And. There were some, you know, just, just, you know, it's not like crazy disagreements or anything like that. But I think a lot of people, some people had the opinion of not wanting to do it unless every single original member mm. wanted to do it, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, which was just not going to happen, you know? 
yeah which was no which was not bad you know so i was kind of like you know if, if someone doesn't want to do it then like we should still do it you know yeah yeah um so but you know it's weird like being in a creative project for so long um and then it not work out and you grow apart yeah, yeah. it's hard to try to recreate something yeah for sure and that experience that happened at that young age, it the story kind of got cut off. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, there's so much more that I would like to say that's mm -hmm. in that sort of scene and with mm -hmm. that same kind of plot Yeah, that I was kind of trying to say in consequences, but it, it just wasn't the right style of music to say it in. And yeah. so um, I would love to just finish a Wall Street Iron record there are some like covers and stuff that we recorded and some stuff that, that I would love to release as well. Yeah. You know? Um, so hmm. yes, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a vague answer. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, I kind of want to just like briefly know about like your history in music just in general. Cause you had mentioned like earlier that you said you started playing music at like five years old and like, mm -hmm. Did, was it, I mean, clearly if it was five years old, it's always been a part of your life. Was it something that like your family encouraged you to do? Was it just, what was the kind of this, this, the start? The start. Genesis. That's the word that I was thinking of. Yeah. The catalyst. The catalyst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fire. Mm. What is your fire? <laughs> You're like, what, mm, what, stop saying things. What, what burns deep within your soul? What if I soul? just kept saying stuff? And you're like, we were there when he lost it. <laughs> He's still in my bedroom. Is that a cat? I think it was a truck. Oh. Brakes. Oh. Yep. You're like, I know the sounds around my apartment <laughs> complex. Do you get scared of being on the first floor? Never. <laughs> says with a weird smirk um, you never do he just keeps his door shut and yeah. locked you just shut the door and you lock it yeah <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of light there is and the and police the station police is a station block is right away there. a block yeah there's no reason to be scared it's a firm bed i just want everyone to know oh <laughs> it is look at that your cup has not shaken one bit it is there was a commercial where they like put a glass on the bed and well, is this an expensive bed, man? Be no, honest. it's not. <laughs> How long have you had it? Not that long. Not that long. Like, do you sleep good? I do. Six months. We Six used to have our guests sit, sit on, on the, the bed. bed. Oh. And then he got a new mattress. And then they started sinking into the bed. Yeah, this, and it, it wasn't, looks firm, but if you sit on it, it will. It's like one of those, like, I is it like a Tempur-Pedic or something? Like, yeah, because you're smart. Yeah. Is it a Tempur-Pedic? Something like that. It's got like a memory foam topper? Yeah, memory foam. Oh, no, I wouldn't have laid back because I was smart. I would lay back because I wanted to relax. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which I think is smart. And then yeah. I'd be like, yeah, guys, whatever. Right, I gotta go. Time to take a nap. Um, time to become a victim in a David Fincher film. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, oh, boy. <laughs> did your parents play music? Sleep. Sleep. It's a very important thing. It, it is. is. Just recently, it used to be like, you're, you're 35? 
you're in your 30s? <laughs> Not anymore. Everyone's like, okay. I've turned the corner, man. <laughs> no. Uh, I still like the fact that people think that I'm like 19 to 21. You seem 23. Thanks. You don't seem 23. You look 23. I look 23. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I'm 29. 29. Yeah. Look six years younger. It's <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. 29. That's a good age. It's not a bad one. It's a good age. You seem like you've you've uh, kept a lot of your joy. I have. You're not I think a I've refound it. Ooh, very cool. Mm, yeah, there's a couple years there where I had none. Hey, that's important. It sort is. of. It can be. It wasn't fun, but it wasn't fun. No. You've never lost it, you son of a gun. What? You've what? never lost your joy. <laughs> Maybe you just never have it. I'm just yeah, kidding. I've always been right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been terrible. <laughs> Born terrible, die terrible. <laughs> Story of my life. Oh, man. Yeah, um, I think I've been a pretty joyful person. Yeah. I feel like I have too, most of my life. Yeah. You see what I guys? You see what I did? I dodged that question. You I really did. did. <laughs> But you just brought it back up. Okay, I'm going to do it real fast. Okay, you don't have to. I mean, you, don't, you really don't have to. You don't I was born to. and raised. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that was so born fast. and raised and someday I'll die. Story I don't, of his life. What? Someday I'll die. Oh. Someday I'll die. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got it now. Okay, before I bring up the fear of death. Um, <laughs> okay, so I was going to try out for football and I went. I guess I was like really young. And... I did really well and I got strep throat mm. so I couldn't go to the next thing or something 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 my mom saw an ad in the newspaper for hip children's theater oh, yeah. Ooh. Hoover illustrious players Hoover mm. I don't forget what the I stood for mm. something players so then I did theater with that, with those group of people, group of people, <laughs> for for a long, long time. And those were some of the best days I've ever had. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I can say that with no depression either. Like, like I'm not saying like, oh, I'll never have. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, mm-hmm. the good old days. But I just know for a fact, hanging out with them was so much fun. Um. So anyway, I say that just because that was just like performing and being on stage and singing just got started at a very young age. And then growing up in uh, a larger church where there's all these pageants and these Mm. Wednesday nights and it's like you're learning all this different stuff. You know, you're learning rhythm, you're learning how to stand on a stage, how to like do all this stuff. So there was so much stage experience I was Mm. having and there was so much experience I was having with rhythm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and of testing out my voice, hmm. you know, do I, do I want to sing this way? Do I sing this way? Do I sing good at all? You know, and just going through, you know, childhood and stuff like that. And okay, this is where I like to stand on stage. This is what I like to say on stage. Also, if I 
say stage for this whole interview. I'm just kidding. <laughs> how um, many kind of, how many times can you say it? I'm sponsored by stage. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. All of the stages. Every stage. <laughs> um, right and left. Right and left. Um, no stage. Okay. So, and just had so like my, my choir director at the church I grew up at, she gave me, she taught me how to play bass. So I played like, mm. did like one bass lesson with her. And then um, Chip Kilpatrick, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with, mm-hmm. he was there at that church and he, um, he pretty much just like taught me everything, you know, and he was a fantastic drummer, yeah. a fantastic performer, great singer, wonderful guitar player. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of getting all my music influence from him and so that's why um yeah so we started doing that when we were super young and then garrett moved to that church and then taylor who was we started playing music with like you know and then we all started going to this place called slacker 66 Mm. where we met matt um well do you have any plugs like uh instagram website album yeah things mostly on instagram preston loving good mm-hmm. two g's um i have a show next week yeah Yo. yeah um but yeah it's please tell your friends <laughs> <laughs> listen to music yes there's a lot out there listen to my music yes consequences yes. a lot of music yes consequences it came out may 17 2019 2019 that's right. Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you for being on. This was great. Yep. Next week? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? Part two. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is a mistake. What is up with all this sleep apnea? Because I'm pretty sure I have it. Oh. And I don't want to go get tested because I don't want to wear the, the mask. mask. The mask. <laughs> But I know that it would make my life so much better. Mm. But just the idea of wearing a mask, of being like, okay, for the rest of my life, I'm going to wear a mask. I mean, you don't technically have to the rest of your life, but it's you could have the option mm-hmm. every night. Let me ask. But I feel like they would say something like, hey, listen, like, you need to start wearing this. Now, yeah. if you don't wear it every night, and you wear it like once a week, the problem's gonna get worse. Mm. They might say something like that, and I'll be like, oh gosh. <laughs> well, what do you do when the dentist tells you to floss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, sl- <laughs> but sleep is more important than teeth. Mm. <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. Depends on Me what you like to eat. Me and teeth have a long history. <laughs> Tell us about well, it. I've had them since I was born. <laughs> 35 Unlike years. Unlike anyone you were else. Born? You've had teeth since you were born? <laughs> yes, you can these, this size of teeth. <laughs> That's it.